people, hello, welcome to TDA, the day after, your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. It is Thursday, the 22nd of September, and we are here and ready to give you a great show. Let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, six foot plus of pure temptation, big mark from the east side. Uh, it's kind of early today, man. What's going on? First of all, <laughs> this is the time of your contract. <laughs> so it's kind of early today, you know. But I'm your favourite shade queen, Martin Royalty. And they call me Eman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jam Pack. Love it, love it, love it. How's everyone Good doing? Off. First of all, haven't we done... I thought we did a nine o'clock just twice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Mark, does your body adjust to new times very quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens to me, man. I'm oh, like wow. a um, mermaid. Okay, not a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good, you know. So that means when you go on holiday then, say you went somewhere stupid far, your body clock would adjust really quickly. Yeah, I just went that far and I was all right. I was How cool. far is, um, where did you go? DR? Yeah. That's the other side. How long is the, the flight? Eight hours or something. That's not too bad. That's far enough, man. It's like five, six hours behind or something like that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. There's that too, yeah. Mm. That's actually really good. That is very good. Well, how's everyone doing anyway, apart from being tired? Yeah, all good. Yeah? All good. I feel like uh, I need to get a haircut immediately. I, I think rough. men are so dramatic. I think men get the haircut too um, often. Mm. But that being said, when I did have short hair, I got it. There you go. And I also think it makes up for how cheap it is. Don't you prefer a man of a trim anyway? Always. <laughs> Always. I think men look very delicious with <laughs> fresh trim. So, he just, like, so guys obviously need to get haircuts kind of regularly. I get it. Actually, yeah, I, I do get yeah. it. I do get it. But it always it feels like it's it comes around very soon when I hear yeah, guys yeah. talk about it. I'm like, you just got one the other day. That's like, true. no, it was literally two weeks ago. Like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, two weeks is, is not long. Some men trim once a week. Two yeah, weeks is their long. hairline is... Two weeks is long. I think... I think so. I think like, that's, the, just, uh, uh, that, that's the proper time, like the standard time. I think that should be the standard time. I think that's the standard now. If you're doing weekly, yeah. your hairline is screaming for help. <laughs> you clock 45, <laughs> you can't, you're going to need the, what's that thing Sherlock uses? What thing? What is it? Not a stethoscope. Uh, no, magnifying glass okay. to find your flipping hairline. One week, every week is too much, unless you're like a celeb where you have to do mm. appearances and stuff. But yeah. But I liked lockdown though when men had, when you were growing out your hair. I like that kind of scruffy look. It was nice. When you see people's lockdown looks and you forget like what they was like, it's all mad, isn't it? Like, mm, yeah, it is. Like, there's some foot, some old footage I've seen some people. I'm like, oh god, I forgot you was moving like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were lockdown. looking looking rough. I really liked it. There was something about that messy kind of look. But then sadly, some guys then decided to keep the hair ever since, and <laughs> now we have to compete for hairdresser time. It's wild. It's wild. But apparently that's anti-black to say. Was it? Yeah, apparently. Saying that um, men shouldn't grow their hair out and stuff is anti-black. But I don't know. They label a lot of things these days, but I don't care. I Mm. prefer my men the way God intended. Actually, do you know what (laughs) though? Because Samuel, was it Samson? He had a head of hair. There you go. Yeah, I like my men with very minimal hair. Yeah, Samson had dreadlocks and that, isn't it? I'm more into that. Mm. But Samson had dreadlocks. You're not into yeah, locks? He did. I'm not into hair or men. I, I like... Uh, what is that? What level is that? One? Nah, this is... 
don't know, you know, it's like actually, a two maybe right now. Actually, Brent's one is not too bad. Brent, what's your level? Yeah, yeah, he's like Afro. Oh, so that's not a level? Yeah, he's on the level. Okay. Okay, well, I feel like from Brent's, like... Um, yeah, level. Yeah, mm. and down. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm very um, traditional in that way. So what about all these, like, Afrobeats guys that are growing their hair? It's not for me. Okay. I, I'm just not attracted to it. Mm. I don't see why... And I can plait hair and stuff, so I don't want to add that to my list of things to do for my partner. Mm. On Sundays, I'm plaiting your hair. God plait my daughter's hair. You're getting in the line. I'm oiling your scalp. You're oiling my scalp. It's just not what I signed up for. Yeah, it's just not me. I'm just not attracted to it. Ain't it good like bonding time and that? Not for me. There's other ways we can bond. There's plenty of ways. I'll come up with other ways we can bond than oiling scalps. It's just not for me. But um, yeah, so that. Why are you going crazy for those locks? I thought you would have loved the man that was had the same energy as you. You get me? Oh, that is my worst nightmare. My mm. man saying to me, "I'm gonna shave off my beard." Or grow my hair out is honestly one of the things I I dread that. Mm. That is just wow. Really, really want to do that. But most, I guess, most men when they get beards, they don't shave it off, though, do they? Some men do. I mm. mean, there's a man in this room that tried to that said he's going to do that the other day. Yeah, but he's he, um, he's a... Brent. <laughs> oh, is it? Brent. He says he's going to talk about <laughs> shaving his beard off. I said, why would you do that? I was wrong with you. That's such bad vibes. But yeah. I Max, like what I like. Max, can you just tilt your camera down a tiny bit, please? Thank you very much. Lovely. All right. Well, guys, like the video, subscribe to the channel, um, join the TNB network, community.thenewblack.com. And let's get into our headlines. Cool. So Putin is ordering a partial mobilization. So Russian President Vladimir Putin is calling up thousands of extra troops to fight in Ukraine after suffering setbacks on the battlefield. Mr. Putin said the partial mobilization was necessary to ensure Russian territorial integrity. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky said it showed Mr. Putin wanted to drown Ukraine in blood, including that of his own soldiers. The announcement applies to 300,000 military reservists. They make up a fraction of about 25 million Russian reservists people who have done their compulsory military service. The mobilization is the first since World War II and comes after Ukraine made gains in rapid counteroffensive this month, putting the Kremlin on the back foot. Ukrainian forces have recaptured key towns and villages in the northern Kharkiv region and have been made slower, but still, but have made a slower but still significant progress in the southern Kherson region. Russia, however, still holds about a fifth of the country. The decree is short on detail. It says nothing about a cap on numbers or about any exceptions, such as not recruiting students or conscripts. Instead, it's left to regional heads to decide how to meet quotas. In theory, the net could be cast far wider than the Kremlin has specified. Russian officials said it would announce very soon those who would be exempt from its partial mobilization. Second headline is basically a response to that and what Downing Street basically thinks about was, um, about Putin's actions. So Downing Street have said that uh, Vladimir Putin's call-up of Russia's military reservists is a clear admission his invasion of Ukraine is failing. Mr. Putin said a mobilization is necessary in order to protect Russia's territorial integrity. Number 10 condemned Russia's reprehensible actions and said the UK would continue to support Ukraine. Prime Minister Liz Truss will vow to stand up for freedom in her speech to the UN General Assembly in New York. 
On her first trip, foreign trip as prime minister, Ms. Truss will use her speech on Thursday to rally support for Ukraine and highlight the threat from authoritarian states such as Russia and China. Down the street, said Ms. Truss, would argue that democratic nations should prioritise economic growth and security in a new era of strategic competition. Ms. Truss will also reiterate her commitment to protecting the UK and its allies, including by increasing defence spending to 3% of GDP by 2030. Earlier this week, the government said it would match or exceed the £2.3 billion support given to Ukraine's inspirational troops since Mr. Putin's forces invaded the country in February. On Wednesday, a number 10 spokeswoman said Putin's speech and his move to mobilise the Russian population are a clear admission that his invasion is failing. The UK, alongside our international partners, stand united in condemning the Russian government's reprehensible actions. Okay, well, that kind of leads into... Sorry, Marks? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of leads into our topic of the day, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our what you're saying. Kind of touched on this briefly in one episode. <laughs> but since this is a reality for the people in Russia right now, yeah, I just thought, okay, you know what? If this war, God forbid, was to escalate to such a level, international yeah. levels, yeah, um, and the UK was to kind of do a similar thing as Putin, what would cause you look, What would cause you guys to fight for your country? So your country could be the UK <laughs> and also like back home, Jamaica, yeah. Trinidad, Nigeria, Ghana, wherever it may be. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the whole reality situation. Okay. I would say, say like we needed, to, you know, there was a war here and people needed, actually needed to fight. The government said, you know what, it needs to happen. My assumption is that they take the men first. So they're going to take the men first. Mm-hmm. And then after kind of got time to, you know, sort myself out. <laughs> I will only go, like, volunteer to fight in a war mm-hmm. if it's absolutely necessary. As in, they say to me, because mm-hmm. you guys know I don't want to go to prison. But now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, prison or war? So you either go and fight in the war mm-hmm. or you go to prison. I can't, like, I think the bad bees are in prison. <laughs> because what am I? But then my worst fear as well, though, is, like, something happening in the world mm-hmm. and I'm stuck in a place where I can't get out of. Do you know what I mean? There you go. So the world is ending around us, bombs being thrown, whatever. But because I'm not the jail guard and technically I'm in prison, I can't escape the mm-hmm. way I may be able to if... I, I don't know, man. I would only fight in war if it's absolutely necessary. Like, there's no other way to do it. And all my friends are going. Mm. Then it's something to do. It's like a big sleepover, but we're just... We've got <laughs> all my friends are going, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the only Why way would you fight, you, man? Um, I don't think I would, you know, not for this country. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you fight for Nigeria? Not for Nigeria. Like for you, for Yoruba, Wait, for, for Yoruba land. Oh, I would fight for Yoruba land, but not for Nigeria. Currently, Nigeria is not a serious place. For if his they, tribe, yeah. Like, for anyone who doesn't get it, if they if they was to start treating Yoruba people like proper citizens, and the country was to unite, like the vision is, yeah, then I would fight for Nigeria. Even with the current state, so say like, because at the moment there is stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So if it got really, really bad, that like really worse, mm-hmm. you'd put in your resignation for TDA and mm. go and fight. For your balance? Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Not yet. <laughs> 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 Not yet. Because I feel like I'm more valuable here. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's more people over there that can do the job. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it got to a point where... Now, their numbers are tight. Yeah, we were on the ropes. And it was the end. And they were asking for us. Like, you're about people in the diaspora. We need your help. Mm. Secure your motherland. You actually go? I'll go. That's really sick. Um, suppose you had... <laughs> There we go. Child. <laughs> Here we go. To look after the and prioritize. Yeah. You would leave your child and let's say you were married. You leave your wife here and then go and fight for your blood. Yes. They, they would stay here. Yeah, cause I can't lie. They're going to be a liability. They're going to weigh you down. And you can't think about them in war. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not where you need to be. Yeah, that's true. It so would affect you. You would go and fight for people you don't know and leave the ones you do and die and leave the ones you love present here you keep getting on to esther about her not loving children or wanting children right <laughs> yeah but this is an abandonment of your duties it's not an abandonment. no it's, it's not because i'm not fighting for people i don't know i'm, I'm fighting for for my people you know what i'm saying like whether i know you or not it's still our land it's our claim to that land you know what i'm saying this is this is this is ours if it's gone, what are you? A Yoruba man lives in you know. Oh, you're Kingdom. not Yoruba with no bloody land. Well, what's a nation with no land? The memories will hold me. Memories of what? <laughs> <laughs> the memories of what? So I I thought I thought the land was the culture, the people. They don't have to actually be on the land. Tell me one nation that hasn't got no land. Israel. <laughs> All right, let me not talk. <laughs> let me not talk. We need to continue the show. <laughs> no, this is too funny. No, the way Marx is taking it all in is killing me. <laughs> Marx, Marx, don't believe me. No, he's just funny. I feel like I, Marx is fine. I was finding it fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stance you're taking on. Is that the most economical thing to do as well? <laughs> <laughs> and from an economics point of view. From an economics point of view. Um, you know what? I think long term it would be. It, like, in the moment, <laughs> it may not be. Can I say though, you know what? I've actually thought of that, you know. Like, mm. I feel like if my husband said to me, I'm going to fight in a war, mm. I can genuinely say, I will feel betrayed. What? <laughs> Why do you need to do that? Unless it's a case again where it's like they have no choice. It's mm. a it's a it's a mandate. Do you remember back in back in the day? Yeah, like I remember um, when they used to teach us about the World War and stuff. Yeah, they used to say to us, um, like in primary school, mm -hmm. if um, we didn't win the war, all of us would be speaking German now. Yeah, mm -hmm. do you want that for yourself? So you'd be speaking Russian, and I wouldn't be. I would speak Yoruba. In what in what place where Putin? Can impose his will on you and all sorts. I don't know. I just think, okay, do you know what? But to be fair, that's just if it's not necessary. So if you just wake someone and say, no, actually, what I want to do is fight in the war. Mm. Whoa, buddy. But yeah, yeah, if, not like that. I guess if it's that necessary, again, if everyone's husband's doing it, mm -hmm. me and the girls will start a support group. <laughs> We'd be all right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. What about you, Marks, actually? I ain't fighting for nobody. <laughs> Hell, would have to. I would have to freeze over. <laughs> so like, you, just, you, just I, I, you know what it is, yeah? If I looked out of my window and it was on my doorstep and it's and it's actually going to proper affect me, mm. then maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a chance to defend myself, if that makes sense. Mm. 
Because that's the only reason. That's the only reason why you would do it. Like, if it's on your doorstep, if you're if there's like a literal war going on around you, then you might as well just place yourself in the best position to like with your best chance of survival, innit? Yeah. That would be. Is that your best chance? Weapons. Well, yeah, I need like access to weapons and. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I'm trying to say? I was gonna hide so, in my house. I, huh? I would just think like if I see it on my outside, if I look out the window and it's going crazy over yeah. there. Oh, I wouldn't. I'd probably here, do it more. So... I'd probably probably do it more like a vigilante thing. Mm. What's that? So I'll be on the front lines fighting, but I wouldn't have signed up to the army. <laughs> enemy or the enemy is my friend. Your own rules. <laughs> just volunteer to kill people. What? <laughs> yeah, some, something to do on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> no, nah, real life. There'll probably be a whole band of us that are like that. Like, obviously, we want to fight and rep our country, but we don't respect the man in it. So mm. we ain't signed up to the army. But we're doing our bit on the front lines. And we'll probably be like the allies. We'll probably work in cahoots with the army and get weapons from them. But it just won't be official. You get me? That is too mm. funny. But don't you see mm. it? Don't you see it like... You might imagine like you're on a, um, you live on a road, yeah? And like you hear about a fire at the end of the road. Mm. And it's obviously going to come up to your to where you live, right? Yeah. Don't it make more sense to come out of your house and go and tackle the fire down the end of the road than wait for it to come up and then tackle the fire? Tackle the fire. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense to leave. What was that? What was that? Focus on it. What are you talking about? <laughs> if I um, do you get what I'm saying? Because like Mark, Mark you're saying um, yeah, but you know what you would wait till it's like basically at your doorstep. Yeah. If if they're telling you this war, like, if it's got to the point where they're saying, guys, we need your help, you know, yeah. to actually fight this war. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be peak for everybody. Isn't it better to? To go at that point than to wait till it gets no, worse. No, 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 because that means you're essentially saying go and jump on a plane and go and fight somewhere, mm. which is not going to be in Russia or English. No, I'm not going to know a funny country to go die in. I will be here <laughs> defending the land, you get me? And yeah. if it's necessary, then I will answer the call to arms, you get me? Mm. They can't send me out of nowhere. All right. Yeah, man. I don't know about all of that stuff. Unless it's absolutely like my entire existence actually depends on it. Mm. So, <clears throat> Emmanuel. Yeah. You love <laughs> this land that you've spent less time living in yeah. than your daughter. Of course I don't. So you love her more than your daughter, but yet you go and die and leave your daughter? But it's, first, I'm not going to death, death ain't guaranteed. Thank you very much. I hear war, I hear death. I hear war. It's a synonym for death in my, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, for the other side. Okay. For my enemies. You'll be naive exactly. running into, into this war as well. Exactly. It's not naive, man. I'll do what's necessary. I'll do my prayers. Brother, you to... have no fighting skills. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't understand. It's all right, man. It doesn't matter. Most most people in war ain't got no fighting skills. If it gets what? to that, uh, what? <laughs> what if it got to a world war? Of course Lady. not. No, we're not talking about just armies. <laughs> not them kind of fight skills. We're not talking about armies, you know. Your I'm talking about if it gets to a situation where you're calling for mobilization, you're, talk, you're talking about regular citizens here. To be fair, I guess, I guess the stress and the um, mm. what's adrenaline. that thing called adrenaline of it all will get you doing what you need to do. Nah, people will be shooting themselves and also. And you think you're going to win? I'm, I, I, I stay calm in, in the most um, craziest situations. But do you understand that for your country to even... So in my mind, Jeff, for my country to say that everybody you have to fight now, mm. is that because you guys are losing? Because the army can't do it anymore. That's what I'm saying. So not, you're necessarily, not necessarily that you're losing, but 
Like, if we don't do something, we will end up losing. And they're going to get a, a whole bunch of unskilled men. And you don't think you're going to lose? I don't think necessarily you lose. It, might, it, might, it happened in the UK, you know. Man, the UK didn't lose. Okay. If the airport is open, I'm gone. But where are you going to go? Somewhere else that's not a war. Firstly, they ain't going to allow you to run away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy. I'm a woman. What am I going to do? That is the one time I will actually play the woman card because I'm weak. My damsel <laughs> in distress. What am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? Make his lot snacks on your when you're when you're on your breaks. Yeah. You know, like me, I I I value like you know the culture, the people, and the land, innit? And like I said, a nation's no nation really if you ain't got no land. Yeah. Why you just you're just out here being nomadic and doing nothing really? Mm. And like, I would love for my daughter to have somewhere she can call home. That's really home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh gosh, like, it's necessary to me. Oh, <sighs> it's necessary. Tell me something. So yes. what, all they got to do is ask you. So you're not going to have to see no imminent danger or nothing. They just got to tell you it's desperate. It's dire times. I need you and you're coming. Yeah, say no, the no, word. It, it needs, no, it needs to be, it needs to get to the point where it's like. They're dying on the line. Yeah, we need, you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, like I was saying, I feel like I'm more valuable here. Like people over here, we can, we can, you know, send financial aid. We can do certain things that can help. You know what I'm saying? It's better for us to be here, I believe anyway. But if it got to the point where it's like, look, they're finished. Right, yeah, man. They're finished, and you know full well that if it is, you go, you'll get finished too. You will still go. Okay, right. no, no, not that point. Otherwise, that's suicide, isn't it? Like, there's no point. Is in, it in though? Because then you don't know whether you're gonna like. I mean, the reality is you'll be finished. <laughs> but if you're doing the whole, you know, I've mm-hmm. got the black man blood in me. Yeah. My enemies are going to be under my under my feet. Mm-hmm. You still go then? No, but it dep- like you have to win, though, innit? Because if 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 you're so not wait, alive, so you'd only go if you know you're going to win. No, but I believe we'll win. But I'm so saying, so you'd if- only go if you believe you'll win. Yeah, but I believe we'll win. I'm telling you right now. I right, believe so you we'll win. You wouldn't actually die for your balloon. You would die with um <laughs> with your balloon <laughs> with considerations. No, it, it, I was answering what you were just saying about the whole um if I knew we were going to lose, like we were just on the back foot and it was over, basically. I thought, that's, I thought, that's basically suicide. That's I what I'm thought saying. you went to basically fight because of something that was higher than you, life. Uh, Brent, so, Brent. Yeah? So you see that, obviously, yeah, if you're going to like fight in the army, whatever, I could see that you could say that you'd be willing to die for the call or willing to die for the land, yeah? But why are you taking that as definite, like you're definitely going to die for? Mm-hmm. Why can't you see life past it? So uh, are you saying, why am I not saying I could live? I have no like, fighting you're just, skills. No, but you're, you're say, his call to arms, you're saying him answering that call to arms is him saying he's, he's going to go over there and die. No, uh, he but said he, that he's only going to go if he knows he's going to win. No, I didn't say that. What did you just say? I'm saying I wouldn't just go if I knew we were going to lose. Because that's, is, that's so what's suicide. The, what's, what's, the, what's the opposite of that? <laughs> That's no, it's, it's it's possibility as well, isn't it? I believe we're gonna win. You see what I'm saying? But if you're telling me we're gonna lose, there's like I don't know a million on one side. All right, so like there you go. 10, there you 10, go. 000. He's only going to go if he believes he's going to win. Yeah, but, so but if I he's don't naive need... enough. He can go. Yes, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. All right. So what's the question you're asking me? No, because I ain't don't dying for no piece of land that I have no affinity to. How long have you lived in your land, Emmanuel? I haven't. Oh come on. Come, Come on! on. What, what does that mean? <laughs> if, if everybody thought the same, if, me if everybody thought the same, would there be any Yoruba people? In no, the no. World? Let's let's just focus on Yoruba land and you. No, but that's what I'm talking about. You've never been to Yoruba land, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Not that I have never been. I've not lived. I've not lived. <laughs> Tell me when. I like, love, I love live, this. Not live, I, not I been. Would love Don't to say have, been. I would love to have this particular um, energy you have for this particular plight. Right? I would love it. Mm. Right? I think my world would be more interesting if it is I walked around with your mind. Yeah? Okay. Mm. I want to get there. Paint a picture for me. Right? Tell me. What is Yorubaland to you? And how have you come to this particular point where you would literally set aside your duties for the loved one that you have told Esther that she needs to basically sacrifice her life for in order to save, yes, her child? Tell me how, how you have this affinity for Yorubaland. Tell me. Like I above, said your, before, above your daughter. It's the same way I have affinity for black people. If you can understand why I love black people, you can understand why I love Yorubaland. But all black people are... Logical and common sense what's that, what's driven. That I can't die for all black people. I can't. You're not dying for all black people. You're, so you, you're, but you you're just, dying. You, you just you're made dying. a general comment about black people. No, but you're I need dying you to be specific for because listen, listen. when when you're going to Yoruba, Yoruba land, you wouldn't go to die for a South African cause, would you? It's a particular land in which is even yes, dying. But for. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to parallel. It. I'm trying to parallel it so you understand what I'm saying. Run it. Yours, when you're if if you'd fight for black people. Does that mean you're fighting for, for all black people? So what, what do you mean when you say you're fighting for black people? And, and I, I think okay, I understand okay, what you're saying, right, but right, I need so, to be clear so, for, right, for those who don't understand okay, what you're saying. Okay, all right, but all right, put it like this, right? If white people, right, obviously say there was a race war and white people were attacking black people, they got the memo, all white people got the memo, right? And you guys are seeing on the news and all sorts, right? Mm -hmm. And they're fighting, for, fighting against black people. They're killing black people in the streets all over the world. Would you guys fight? I, to be honest, I would because it's it's right on my doorstep. Yeah, it's not me leaving to a different country to go and 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 fight white people over in a different country. It's it's right on my doorstep. It's, okay, cool. It's the people I love that okay, are in danger okay. right in front of me. Fantastic. My children, my wife, right in front of me. Fantastic. So Fantastic. If you heard right that white people were traveling from Ukraine or Russia, right, in millions to go and kill people in Trinidad, right, would you fight? No. If you heard white people in Europe, all of Europe were going to Africa to kill people in Africa, right? I'm talking about millions, right? Hundreds of millions going from Europe to Africa to kill people in African countries all over. If they're Would leaving you from London Gatwick, I'm going to London Gatwick and milking them. So, all right. They're not leaving from Gatwick. He <laughs> threw. <laughs> no, they're not leaving from the UK. They're leaving from the rest of um, Europe. Nah, I can't. I can't say I would. I, in my head, I, this, this in my head, different. I'm thinking that there, there are going to be enough uh, niggas over there to, to do the job. And then uh, what you ask me to do is basically place myself in this world in which it is that they have uh, different countries um, come together to basically stop this kind of stuff. So this is a, this is all um, uh, rent asunder. It's it's just set aside. Yes. Mm. It's a uh, hypothetical what you're, you're um, yeah. making up, right? Everything's happening so right now. So everybody's on this race thing, a white against black. I mean, there's other there's other races that are not intervening there. So they're, but, they're, they're, but you can they're, see that they're just chilling. They're, I don't know. They mind their own business. Why, why, why head, are you expecting Mexicans to fight this, for Africa? If this particular woman, which is you want me to contemplate, right? Yeah. Or consider. I will wait. I watch the coverage and see how the blacks are doing in Africa. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, need, I, I may not need to leave at all. Cool. We, remember, I spoke about this already. So if you got to the point, yeah. Again, if you're in Europe and you feel like you're. You can be is more helpful. Is it affecting helpful. the whites in Europe? Is it affecting the whites in Rumford and Ilford? Are they yeah. getting restless? Are they trying to think that if if things go well in Africa, then we could do it over here? 
I'll start working the ones over here. Yeah, potentially. Just they, they might feel they might feel that way. Then, uh, I, yeah, but you I don't will, know. I will you focus don't know. on the ones over here. All right, so basically what I'm trying to say Let's is... Let's get back know, to the point because this yeah, is too wild. This no, is too I'm, wild. No, but I'm trying to make you understand why I have a closeness to black people and to I Yoruba want people. you to tell me how you've gotten a love for Yoruba land if you've never been. Because right? I'm not connected. In, in my sense, you would have visited there. You've, been, you've gone to Ghana. Okay, fine. Several times. Yeah. Why not Yoruba land? Why I've not been to Yoruba better times. What are you talking about? Oh, I asked you if you went That's to That's what I said. said no. I was saying to you many times, been, not lived. I've been better times. All right, go, 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 go. You got yeah. family over there? Of course. That you would My whole with. lineage is back home no, in no, Yoruba no. land. When I say family, as in family you visited. What, am I, what else am I doing there? It's not like going to Spain. All right, so you stay with them. <laughs> yeah, it's, right, it's so home, you know. Your, your family, family could die. So that you're going to, to fight for them. Yeah, but it's not just them. It's the, the entire... I see it as all Yoruba people my family. We come from the same source. That's how I see it. We're connected in that sense. It, is it? I, I love what you do. I love, I love what, where your mind is. Like I said, I want to be there. I think it might make me a better like, dreamer, right? I, 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 I always <laughs> want to be a better, better dreamer, dreamer, right? I know. I want to walk out in the road and think, I don't need to look left and right to, get to, um, to basically cross the road. No car can lick me down, right? That's right. This is the type of mentality I think you have, right? Facts. I would love to be there. <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand how you're telling me on one point, I should sacrifice my life for my child. Right? Yeah. You're telling me the importance of that. Yes. And then on the next flex, yeah. you're telling me I should go to a foreign country, mm -hmm. right? That I have not lived before mm -hmm. to go and sacrifice possibly yeah. my life yeah. and leave my child over here. But again, I'm I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm saying for me, I'm saying to me, that's me sacrificing my life for my child also. Because I believe it's important for my child to have a connection. Would you love to would you want your child to live in your land? Potentially, of course. Why don't you lead by example? Just, just, just like I would want to. Why don't you lead by example? Well, I plan to. You think I want to stay here till the day I die? <sighs> Mags, I hope it is that you live long enough to basically see this nigga. When it is, he gets bare pee. He's comfortable right here. They say he's not. He's not going to Europe, land. <laughs> but house, is that what you think? House next to you in Soho, bro. But is that what you think? <laughs> you honestly think? No, right? I, I do think they're gonna buy land in Europe, land, so you can basically no, no, no. say I that. Live you have more. there. Live I, there. I do believe that you want to basically chill there for a little while. Don't say little wow. This is I want to live there. You even missed the chill part. I swear, I swear when it is we did the exercise where you said, what would you like to change? You said you wanted to change your naivety. <laughs> no, I said optimism. Synonyms, <laughs> <laughs> <this>, bro. <laughs> I, I, I love you, Manuel, but I don't know if I could survive with your, it's, your it's level of It's different. You know what the thing is, yeah? Obviously, I don't, I don't want to sound some type of way, right? But, no, 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 no. About what I'm about to say next, isn't it? But, how can I make it sound? Just go for it, I don't think. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, because the, yeah. the West Indians might come for me. <laughs> go on, go right, on. Yeah, well, what are you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're already they're already coming for you. you I said anything. we are so far removed from our source that has us speaking so wayward. Did I say any of this? Go on, I didn't say, say anything. Say what, what I'm trying to say is I don't know, right? But maybe it might be right that you, for example don't necessarily see Trinidad as home, home, home. I see Yoruba land as home, home, home. That without that land, I'm nothing. That I'm, I am I, don't exist. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not my home for the past 400 years. That's been my home for thousands of years. You see what I'm saying? That I, I think maybe that's a bit of the difference as well. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm a type of a new block. Wherever I conquer is my home. <laughs> <Your mom's experience. laughs> wherever I conquer is my home. Sir. I bring my home with me, with my wherever I put my family, wherever yeah. it is I take my culture, mm-hmm. and um, and I serve my God. Yeah, that's what them them guys in the desert do too. You know what I'm saying? They they just go around with tents and, and whatnot. What does that do for you, man? Anyway, <laughs> like I said, no, there's no nation that doesn't have no land. You know what I'm saying? You can I French man's got France. There, there are nations that have. They've stolen land and and then man are fighting to this day. Mm. They're struggling and stressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think there are more things to concern ourselves in this new age in which it is that we now live in than than what it is that you're purporting. But that is me and that is you. Right. Long live your land, bro. Forever. We can never die, man. Mm. But yes. Well, um, well. <laughs> you see, you got anything to add to that, or? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine to move on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I was just enjoying the little Brent and Eman show there. Really interesting debate. Would you go to a war for your for this country? Or? No, and in no circumstances. Uh, Would you accept prison basically over um, the call up? Uh, well, I accept prison over the call up. No, I'll probably I'll probably go if it's okay. prison or if it's prison or war. Yeah, yeah I'll choose war. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, you don't think prison's that bad. <laughs> That's what I said. I told you. I think, I think, I think, you I, think prison's that bad? No, I think we've had this convo before. Yeah. I, I just prefer my um, my freedom. I do think that for guys, though, you will get judged if you choose prison over war. You will kind of be seen as weak. But you'll be alive, potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Where might give Call the girls the, the ick. <laughs> yeah. You'll give the girls the ick. So you got that to I'll get. With. I'll get a weakling tattoo. I'm telling you now, prison is not that bad, boy. Yeah. Like, you just go have your little war. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> see when you get back. But also, also, is, is, there a, is, is, there a, is there a time frame on me being in prison? That's what I was just about to say. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, we'll release you when the war's done, in it. Like, you you don't, may have to do twice as long as the war. Yeah. You know what I'm That's saying? fine, because then when, when the war is done, there's going to be a lot of, like, rationing and all that kind of crap going on. So when you guys, when society is restored back to its usual way before I went in there, I'm happy to come out then. I told you, that's where the girl's going to be. Right. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls choose prison every war. Mm. So that's where the party will be. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into our next headline. Headline <laughs> <laughs> sees Donald Trump back in the news. So Donald Trump and, his, and three of his children have been hit by a fraud lawsuit after a New York investigation into their family company, the Trump Organization. It alleges that they lied by billions about the value of real estate in order to get loans and pay less tax. Prosecutors say the Trump Organization committed numerous acts of fraud between 2011 and 2021. Mr. Trump has come out and dismissed the lawsuit as another witch hunt. Mm. Two executives at the Trump Organization, Alan Weaselberg and Jeffrey McConney, were named as defendants alongside the former president and his eldest children, Donald Jr., Ivanka and Eric Trump. The lawsuit has been brought by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, who is the state's most senior lawyer after a three-year civil investigation. Her office, her office does not have the power to file criminal jar, um, charges, but is referring the allegations of criminal wrongdoing to federal prosecutors and to the IRS. Ms. James said in a statement that with the help of his children and senior executives at the Trump Organization, Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and cheat the system. She said Mr. Trump's own apartment in Trump Tower, which is valued at $327 million, 
was among the properties whose values were allegedly misrepresented, adding that white-collar financial crime is not a victimless crime. She went on to say, when the well-connected break the law to taking more money than they're entitled to, it reduces resources available to working people, to regular people, to small businesses, and to all taxpayers. Miss James, who wants to recover an estimated $250 million that she said was the result of fraud, dubbed the situation the art of the steal. She's asking the court to bar the former president and his children from serving as officers or directors in any New York business. I'm not, I'm not shocked anyway. I told you guys what they, um, their smart ways of evading taxes Tax and that. all that kind of stuff. Mm. And burying his ex-wife on his yeah. golf, now turned cemetery <laughs> land. So, yeah. And, and so they're coming for Trump, yeah? Yeah, man. I know you got to follow the money. If you want Trump, you got to follow the money. Yeah, facts. I know the implications of what he done is obviously a lot bigger than I'm about to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just sounds like he did what anybody else would do. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't he's, sound that bad. He's doing what all a lot of rich people do. He's just he's just the one to get caught now. Yeah, but it just doesn't even sound bad though. He's just inflated his 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 net worth. Yeah, but I guess people would just be annoyed. I guess. Like, when you think of like taxes and like normal people and who are not rich and stuff like that, I guess that's where the yeah the implications are, are bad. But it's like me, I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just seeing it as as simple as this. Like me telling you I've got ten million pounds, yeah. so you can borrow me a million. Yeah. If I pay it back to you, it doesn't matter. That I lied to you. Malago, mm. he's is kind of valued um, toward the seventy five million mark. He said it was seven hundred fifty million. <laughs> so I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> That's it then. <laughs> yeah, but how does that, how does that affect stuff? It definitely will affect stuff if it <laughs> if he's doing it, he's doing it for reason. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. What's the reason? But they're saying that it's so he can get loans and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, so, I'm so thinking, he's still taking advantage of the system, then. So still. Yeah. But I'm, what I mean is, like, if he's paying back the loan, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I know the implications are, are probably you know um, affect other areas and, and stuff, but. I don't know, on the surface, it, it just didn't sound as bad. Well, obviously it is. Yeah, but there's a reason why he's doing it like that. So he himself knows he's trying to cheat the system. Yeah, just so he can enrich himself like everybody does. You know what I mean? I We're not going to be standing Trump on this platform, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Second strike today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get strikes. <laughs> anyway, so our next, our next headline, trigger warning, mm-hmm. um, takes us to an update about the Olivia Pratt-Corbo um, situation. And a record reward of up to £200,000 have been offered in the search for the gunman who killed Olivia Pratt-Corbel. Um, as you know, we mentioned before that the nine-year-old was shot during a struggle when two men burst into her home in Liverpool on the 22nd of August. The reward has um, increased after Crime Stoppers founder Lord Ashcroft doubled an initial pledge of £50,000 to match £100,000 put forward by a private donor. It will be paid for information leading to the conviction of Olivia's killer. The new amount was announced as police revealed details of the gun used in the shooting and vowed to catch the toxic individual who robbed Olivia of her future. Nine people have so far been arrested, but no charges have been brought. Olivia's mother, Cheryl Corbel, was shot in the wrist as she tried to shut the door on the gunman who was chasing and firing at another man. He continued shooting and hit the schoolgirl with a facial shot in the chest. Neither of the men were known to the family. Merseyside police said that they've identified two weapons used by the killer, a 38 revolver 
uh, which was responsible for the fatal shot, and a Glock-type self-loading 9mm pistol, also used by the gunman the same night. The new reward is the biggest single financial incentive offered in the history of Crime Stoppers. And that's the end of the headlines. Well, hopefully they, they can find these people. That yeah, is, man. That's just wild. But yeah. alrighty, mm-hmm. let's get into our word on road. So, on the news of white celebrities doing things that no one asked them to do, Brad Pitt has basically launched a genderless skincare line. It's called Le Domain. Aren't most creams genderless? That's what I was thinking. I would, yes. Yeah? Yes. I have never well, come across no, they're, skincare. They're supposed to be, but Some there is estrogen like... in it. What's that? Some of estrogen in it. Like there are creams that are marketed towards women's. Mm. Uh, That's what I'm saying. And there's if you go to shop, there's like oh, just creams. Uh, Nivea for men, mm. yeah. but see, exactly. but typically, but typically, what I'm saying, typically, it's genderless. Unisex, Majority it? wise, most creams are just you know fluid. Yeah, like cocoa butter. <laughs> Literally <laughs> fluid. <laughs> and also, if if I'm a man and I use uh, cream uh, marketed to women, would anything happen to my skin? Like, no. it, like in a you bad just, way? No, you just glow, get some extra glow on. Yeah. No, I'm not sure, you know. I think like, I don't think you're gonna grow. I don't think you're gonna grow nipples on your on your forehead. You'll be fine. No, be in the right in be in the same place, but it just won't be what you want. And what's that? It won't be what you want. What do I want? I cannot I cannot deal. But yeah, so basically, um he's launched his skincare line, Le Domain, and essentially it's genderless. Um, and also, it's got olive oil from his vineyard and s- some seeds, some like grape seeds that makes it very special. Mm. Um, he's saying that he tried it basically for the last year. And, you know, skincare, skincare is, a, is a very saturated market. But mm. if he actually didn't see any differences, he wouldn't have committed to this. But this is where everyone that comes out with some kind of product says, mm-hmm. but okay. Um, yeah, so he says that, you know, um, it's really, really good, blah, blah, blah. So he spoke with Vogue um, UK exclusively, you know, giving them all the details about, you know, his skincare line and stuff like that. So the cleansers and stuff. So at the moment, they've got like three products and it ranges from $80 to $385 for a serum. So the cleanser is $80, which is the lowest in the, the beginning of the skincare routine. And then the serum is $385. I checked that in pounds. So it's basically six, £60. Pounds, from £60 pounds to about £290. Pounds. Mm. Um, the quantity is like 100 mil. So that's just crazy to me. Um, but yeah, and then he was asked about... It's also anti-aging. And he was asked about, you know, if he, if he felt any pressure about aging in, you know, in his business, in the film business. And he says, um, I don't want to be running from aging. It's a concept we can't escape. And I would like to see our culture embracing it a bit more, talking about about it in those terms. Um, and he says something that they discussed in, you know, Low Domain was the headline of anti-age, anti-aging. And he said, it's ridiculous. It's a fairy tale. But what is real is treating your skin in a healthy manner. And it's something I've learned to do for my business. And it kind of makes you feel better. And he grew up with a country mentality where he uses soap once a day. But over over the years, his skincare routine has gone better. He did say that um, the genderless thing as well is so that men know that they can use it as well. So the the interviewer asked him, how and why is it important that you 
why, how and why is it important to you that Lerdemain's approach is genderless? And he says, again, I don't know if it's just that I believe in being all inclusive as much as possible, or maybe it's about us guys needing help from others in understanding how we can treat our skin better. And he said he probably got more from his female partners in the past, but um, with his line and stuff, the smell is all new children, bloody, bloody blind. People... I think that's, I think he's smart. I th- yeah, he is smart. I think to, to brand it genderless in this day and age, adds a yeah. little pizzazz to it. And I think also going in on the fact that it's um it's to like educate men on, you know, being on their skincare and stuff, that's also a good thing. And I think saying as well that, and I guess that's what puts a lot of men off, I guess, why they might think products are meant for women is the smell sometimes. So him saying they've kind of gone for like a neutral scent mm. on stuff. Yeah. I mean, big up him. And he also said that he's inspired by Gwyneth Paltrow because she's <clears throat> built an empire with all the stuff that she does, including her candle. That's What's it called, Le Domain? Le Domain. Will you be using it? Absolutely not. Not for 290, <laughs> 290 pounds. Do you know what? I personally don't believe in celebrity skincare mm. lines and stuff like that. I think it's all a, it's all a scam, in my opinion. Um, a lot of times as well, it just doesn't. Unless I know some, unless I know you to have like where I can actually see the proof in the pudding, mm-hmm. I'm not going for it. I just think it's a, it's an easy thing to do. It's uh, they just signed. They're not involved in the process. They, don't, they have no idea. Mm. They just prepped and and they say to them, say it's genderless, say it's this, say it's that. Yeah. And they come and say, yeah, it's, this is great. And I think also people who have great skin, as in genetically you've got great skin, you can't tell me that the skincare line is good to get great skin because you've been having that. So mm. do you get me? So I need like I need it proper tested and tried, but I will not be trying this. I have no desire. Have you got the same sentiment towards um, makeup lines endorsed by yeah. celebrities? Yeah. Oh. Well, like Fenty. Not Fenty, because with Fenty, so basically with a lot of celebrities, they, they will do a makeup line. It's just a job. It's a paying gig. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So for me, that's why Fenty was so different. I think for a lot of women as well, because Fenty gave us shades that a lot of makeup brands never gave us. Mm. Do you get know I me? Mean? There was like a handful, if that. The ones off the top of my head I can remember was Nas, Lancome, um, Estee Lord. I think they are the ones who had like a long, like 47 shades of, you know, yeah. foundations. But that's what Fenty wanted to target. And so a lot of celebrities, when they do the, the collaboration, it never really it never really fills the market with what's needed. There's literally, a, there was a gap in the market for Fenty and she came and smashed it because she catered to the girls who um, had the fairest skins, like is it Al, Albino? Albino? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So like girls with skin like that where, you know, they for years have never been able to find okay. stuff that could cater to the skin. And then even the darkest the darkest of babes, you know, like it catered to every single person. Like, because usually with makeup lines, it will be like ch- the chocolate um, sk- um shades will be like two. Mm. So you, so basically what we would typically have to do is get two shades and then mix it to get your right shade. Mm. But with Fenty, you're actually able to find your shade just in one, without having to spend, you know, twice the money. Yeah. So I think with celebrities, I'm just not really into it. I know like even Kylie, her cosmetics line is doing amazing, amazing things. But even with that as well, like there isn't much thought into it. So she came up with a skincare line as well. And I remember she was doing a demo on Instagram about it. So she's show, trying to show us like, why we should get her skincare line and why it's really good and blah, blah. And she's washing her face and she's dabbing it with a towel. And she's like, see, all the makeup is gone. No, the makeup wasn't gone. It was on the towel. Her face was still dirty. Do you get me? So there's not m- much thought and like, inc- like 
celebrities actually taking part in the processes yeah. for these things. Even a lot of celebrity perfumes. Mm. I've smelled some of them before. Mm. Like I smell it, I'm like, there's nothing unique about this. Like this, this scent is very familiar to me. I just can't figure out what brand it is. But congratulations to him. Um, all the best with that, um, you know, that line. Mm. And then next is, so I reported on Tiffany Haddish yesterday saying that the case had basically, the lawsuit has been dropped, it's been dismissed without prejudice. So which that means that they can't go back into court again. Well, um, she spoke to TMZ exclusively because she was, you know, in, in, on her way to on a way to catch a flight and they were there. And she basically said that um, she's glad that the lawsuit being dropped is dismissed is a weight off her shoulders. And she's glad and she was worried about, you know, the victims, you know, and also about, you know, the legal stuff. But she mentioned, you know, being worried about the victims first. And then she also said that she's lost every job mm. since the allegation. That she she's like, I'm currently jobless, not one job to my name. Damn it, man. I know. And then what I found interesting though, because obviously I did think, okay, did they did it get dismissed because they paid them off? So outside court. Mm. But then I'm finding out now that in a statement that when it was dismissed, that the victim who took them to court, Jane, she said that, you know, um, she no oh, sorry, sorry, let me get the exact what what she said exactly. Yes, yeah, she said, my family and I, and I have known Tiffany Haddish for many years and we now know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone else do anything that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best and I'm glad that we can all put this behind us. That is wild to me. Mm. That's very wild to me because when they originally filed the lawsuit, they were talking about having flashbacks and all this kind of stuff and not being able to date anymore and not being able to have relationships and like... The lawsuit was so vivid, the accounts of what happened. So for you now to say that you know you've known her for years, which they did say, but then to say that she wouldn't harm you, I'm like, even if they did pay, even if it was settled out of court, usually we settled out of court and it'd be like the case is dismissed, that's it. But I think to go the extra extent to say that you know that this person wouldn't harm you after I've lost all my jobs, I'm taking it to court for defamation of character. Or defamation, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would personally, I, but that's that's if it's what I think it is. I would do that because that's very, very wild. The woman's actually jobless. And the thing is, unfortunately, when things happen, not everyone stays tuned to find out um, whether you get a clear or not. Mm. Do you get what I mean? All everyone now, when people think Tiffany Haddish, which I've actually seen online, when people mention Tiffany Haddish, they're like, no, 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 not her. She's cancelled. And no, she did this. and But no one will, not many people will stay to, 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 read, to, to know this statement. Do you get what I mean? It's just wild to me. Do you feel like if, if she doesn't come out and, and talk about it, do you feel like that kind of shows she maybe paid them off? Who, Tiffany? Mm. She did, though. No, and, and As in, I talk about it in greater yeah, lengths. Yeah. Um, no. I think it's just... Because, you know, I think even her taking them to court, yeah, mm -hmm. as much as, in my opinion, it's a valid move to make, because it's a thing about, you know, sexual abuse and mm. victims she could look like a bully. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you get what I mean? So it's like, it's one of these, it's one of those techie ones where it's like, how do you actually, how do you straighten this out? But in her thing with TMZ, they did they did ask her, do you think anyone else come up with a lawsuit? And she said, anyone else, she said, anyone that comes up with a lawsuit about me is a liar. Because mm. literally there's nothing, I haven't done anything. Do you get what I mean? And to be fair, I feel like she kind of maintained her innocence from the start anyway. Mm. Her lawyers, they did say that she hasn't done anything and this is literally bogus. I just think it's wild for her to say that, you know, we know her and she would never do anything to harm us or even put us in harm's way. But then you did an entire lawsuit and the woman has lost her jobs. 
But hopefully she can, you know, bounce back from this and yeah, because that's just wild. That is very, very wild to me. <clears throat> so why do you think she paid him? I'm not sure if it was a case of being paid. Um, um if it's I would assume maybe it's paying, but I guess if there's if someone's suing you and you just can't bother to drag it on for longer, then you can sue them. That, sorry, then you pay them out of court. There's always that option to either settle this out of court or go to trial, essentially. And I guess if that was just the, I need this to be over, I need to get back to working, mm-hmm. that is the way to go. I don't think that sometimes, I don't think paying someone out of court is always speaking to guilt. Yeah, I think I yeah. I used to think that that if you're paying someone out of court, that means you're you know you're trying to hide something, blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I just think sometimes it's just like you know what, it's not worth that. Just just go away, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But in the statement though, they did mention every space, every space. Sorry, mm. so um, don't know. Manuel, if if someone accused you mm. uh, in a slanderous way that you would never fight and die for Yoruba land, would you pay them off? No, that's not that, that important. Their opinion. So you would fight it in court? No. Wait a minute, say it again? If, so if if they're just slandering me saying... So you're like, I guess, your brand is this whole I will go and die for Yoruba land. Mm. And you know it's revenue coming in <laughs> for people, to, for people, <laughs> for people um, to think that you're chatting crap, right? Mm. And they're on this offensive. Mm. Would you sue them? Um, I don't, I don't know if I'd sue them. Maybe if it's affecting your brands, like the the black owned brands mm. and freedom fighters and all that stuff that you work with, they're like, do you know what? It spreads like wildfire that you are not pro black and mm. da da da, da and you're actually losing money and your livelihood over it. Um, and you went to court. Mm. So and yeah, you went to court, and then they say settle this out of court or go to trial. Mm. Oh, no, it depends. It depends at the at the time, you know. I I don't think I can say an accurate thing right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I ain't paying no money to anybody if it is a lying about me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah then, of course. That, that's that's that makes sense on the surface, but it's happened to countless people. In, yeah, exactly. In you, no, you're just going to mention Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No, I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not mentioning Michael Jackson. Like, because you could go to court and then they <laughs> find you. Because the court doesn't always <laughs> mm. find people guilty or not guilty. Yes, Do you yeah, Maxie did them things. Sorry, bro. I muted your mic. I muted your mic. I muted your mic. And, so, and sometimes, you, <laughs> sometimes you just don't want, like, sometimes you just don't want the um, the risk of you being found guilty. For example, it's just even though you know you're innocent, yeah. it's just not worth it, man. Like, how many times you go court now? The judge tells you, look, if you accept this, like, we'll remove thirty mm-hmm. percent of your time or this, that, and the third, right? But you thinking I didn't do it anyway? She was mm-hmm. also though. Right? Also though, yeah. You see, like, with like social media and stuff, yeah, and people go through like the court of like public opinion mm-hmm. and perception and stuff, yeah. And sometimes just your name being associated with something is enough. Just like what happened with um, with the Tiffany thing. Mm. Like, so if people can get opportunity to just not even have that association and not even let it go to court in the first place because yeah. they feel like they're gonna lose more than they're gonna gain, yeah. by yeah. even by proving their innocence, mm-hmm. then I could understand that. I hear why that. you would pay, why you'd pay someone off. I hear that. I hear that. Mm-hmm. But hasn't she already lost all of these particular deals <laughs> just off the back? I'm, of I'm not. Particular... I wasn't. Def- Oh yeah, for real. I wasn't defending her. I was just talking about. I was just talking about what speaking to what Esther was speaking to, saying that like, that for me it doesn't just always say guilt. Then at basically, all, whereas all. before yeah, but I used to think back that. Back to this particular situation where she's actually lost deals off the back of the claim, right? Mm. Okay. And now they've reversed what they're saying. I don't know if it is that brands are now going to be like, yeah, all right, cool, come back on. 
Yeah, maybe no, Ben's probably right because it don't look genuine. So if she if, did she pay them, yeah? The thing we, no, we, we don't, don't know. We don't know Johnny Depp because there was an actual court hearing. What no, are you talking no, about? No, it's, okay, it's, listen, not, yeah. it's, it's not the same. No, listen, yeah. So um we don't actually know if they, if they paid him off. I think that the case being dismissed, I can see employers being like, mm, not quite sure. Mm. I think a statement to say mm. that do you know what what we said wasn't true? Mm. That's a whole different thing for employers than mm. you. Ju- the case just being quietly dismissed. Quietly dismissed alludes to you know a payoff. Yeah, but no, it's still it's still because in the statement, what did she say? We now know. We now yeah. know. Tiffany would never Hamas. do it. What do you mean? We now know. No, no, so exactly. how, did that, how did you come to how did you come to that conclusion that you now know? Why Money. didn't you know before? After like, investigations, isn't ridiculous. it? That, exactly. So the, even the way it's worded, I don't think it helps too much. Anyway, it's it still help her, to be honest. I think yeah, it's still wild. shaky. Yeah. Yeah. But I was mentioning the Johnny Depp thing, yeah, because um, just talking about the fact that, remember, he lost jobs, isn't it? But when he lost the case, he got jobs back. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. even though it, it can switch. When at he the lost end. the case, he got jobs back? No, he won the case, isn't it? So, so, so when, when he won when the she, case. When she, he... made, when she made the allegations. Yes. She, um, he lost a lot of jobs, yes. isn't it? Just like the Tiffany thing. Yes. But when he won in court, the jobs came back. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She hasn't won in court. Who hasn't won? Tiffany Haddish, she paid the people off. No, the case was dismissed because they dismissed it. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying, it didn't even go to court. Yeah, I, I know. Te- I mean, technically... This is different. It's a different example. You it didn't go to trial, but it wasn't court. It was a legal matter, so it yeah, wasn't court. Yeah, it didn't court. go to yeah. trial. Okay, yeah, it didn't go to trial. But what I'm basically trying to say is just that something can happen before the um, end of the court thing, and it can change. But I don't know if it is. I can basically say. understand the, the parallel, to be honest. All right, cool. Okay, well... Love you too, bro. <laughs> All the best to... Um, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish on that. Mm-hmm. Um, next is a bit, I haven't spoken about Love Island people in a long time, which I'm very glad about. But yeah, so a lot of people, so obviously we know in, you know, the girls have been getting deals and whatever. Mm. I actually found out, because I was thinking, how have none of the guys mentioned anything? But actually, David Day signed a deal with Boohoo. Okay. Yeah, he did. So well done to him. But um, so with Dami, mm. so Dami, you know, India's man, people have been, you know, because they're, they're such an it couple. Like they're really, really, they're just good vibes. And uh, people have been kind of been talking about like Dami, what's going on, blah blah. Like, I guess kind of showing concern for what he's got coming because he hasn't announced getting anything. So it, obviously people want him to get a bag. So it's good concern. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So yesterday he tweeted and he said, "Y'all are cute, but let me clear this up in regards to deals. I'm cultivating my branding as I love fashion, and I'm taking time with my style and emerging into the high fashion and creative space. Certain brands, some of which you've all mentioned, have reached out, and they pay big." but just isn't in line with me right now. I look for longevity and because of that, there's exciting ventures in store and once I'm established, I can circle back because I've already made some great connections. Patience is a virtue. Please stop arguing with me. Sorry, please stop arguing about me and my friends' achievements in my mentions. <laughs> so I thought that was um, that was quite positive and he has got a very, very good sense. I think out of all the guys, I would say he's the best dressed, he was the best dressed or is the best dressed actually. So um, hopefully he does secure a good bag for his fashion, mm. for his fashion stuff. And then my last bit of news as well is about Jamal Edwards. So um, there was a memorial held for him on Tuesday, and it was to raise money for you know it was like a, it was a fundraising event basically for the Jamal Edwards Self Belief Trust, and it basically the trust helps young people at risk of homelessness. 
and helps to provide entry points into the media industry for people who might have, who don't typically have that opportunity. And um, Ed Sheeran spoke there and he said how he owes his career to Jamal, to Jamal. So obviously, as we know, you know, Jamal um, discovered him, I guess, um, gave him his big first break in 2010. And um, he said that because of that is why his manager, Stuart Camp and also Atlantic, discovered him to then sign him. And he said, a lot of people assume that because I write songs and I perform, I probably probably would have become famous anyway. I actually don't agree with that. I was one of many. I really don't think I would have been allowed through certain doors if it hadn't been for Jamal. He was just all about finding people and showing people new opportunities at a time where the industry w was mostly based in London. And... Um, it looked like a really good, successful event, and it was hosted as well by Terry Crews, who is, you know, the American actor mm. in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You guys should definitely watch that. And um, he was saying how, you know, he met, he's met Jamal mm. before. So he said that, you know, they, I think it was, he came, so he met Jamal when he came to the promotional trip in 2014 in London. And he said, we did the media thing, but afterwards we talked, we started to talk. And I was just like, man, I love what you're about. I love everything you're doing. How can I help you? So we exchanged numbers. And every time I came to London ever since, I sat down with Jamal and hung, with, hung out with him. We had all these visions and all these plans. And when I found out that he had passed, I couldn't believe it. So he said he wanted to be involved with Fundraiser to continue the mission that Jamal had started. And he called him a visionary. And his mum, of course, also um, spoke and said how, you know, Jamal really, really cares about homeless people and he does that. Like, he did a lot while he was alive and to the best of their ability, she's like, no one can be Jamal. No one can do what he's done. But to the best of her ability, she's going to try and do the most she can. And she said how basically on Christmas, on Christmas Day, like he would um, go and give food to like homeless people and give talks to young people. Like she said he did this every Christmas. It was a tradition for him. Mm. And she said how, you know, she would make Christmas dinner and everything, but he would get back home at like 9, 30, 10. And then they would all be waiting for him. And that's when they would then be able to then, you know, have their Christmas dinner. So um, she just said it's it's nice that they're able to honour him in this way. And they will carry on doing what he's doing to the best of their ability. But yeah, I thought that was a positive thing to end on. Yeah, man. And let's get into the People's Journal. Come to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. So... Um, first things about Mr. Kwesi Kwating, who is the new Chancellor of the Exchequer. And um, there's been a bit of pressure on him and Liz Trust to kind of reveal the forecast, the economic forecast of the country and basically come up with some plans to actually see how they can curb inflation and things of that nature. And one way he's, um, he's come out to say that he wants to uh, grow the labour supply is basically by tightening benefit rules for part-time workers. So basically, he's basically saying... So basically bear times there. But yeah, he's saying <laughs> <laughs> that he, he basically is requiring them to work longer hours, right? Or take steps to increase their earnings. So the, the, this new rule that he's um, going to be um, implementing in January of next year will only affect a small additional number of those on universal credit, which is about 120,000 people out of the five and a half million people that are claiming the benefit. But what he's saying is that um, they will have to work up to 15 hours a week right, uh, to increase their earnings or face having their benefits reduced. At the moment, you just have to work nine hours, right? That's the current threshold. Though it was increased um, during the summer 
uh, to 12 hours, which is actually going to come into force um, next week. So, um, yeah, basically, uh, from their point of view, and what people are saying is looking like this is a, a signal um, to basically show that the Treasury is trying to be on job to kind of fill job vacancies um, instead of us, I guess, outsourcing and or maybe the whole labor supply being a, a low to increase employment, kind of this being an incentive to force these people to actually actually go into work, you know what I'm saying, rather than just doing the mandatory 12 hours that will come into effect from um, next week. Um, the next thing is about JD Sports. So JD Sports um, have come out and said, you know, they've, they've had a rise of 8% in sales over the past six weeks. But looking forward, they're basically saying, look, we're not we're not too positive about how things are going to look, mm. um, you know, for the company and just it, the industry in general. So obviously they're, they're seeing um, surging inflation and, and worker strikes and all that type of things as things that's going to kind of curb the consumer spending and kind of disrupt the supply chain. Once that happens, obviously prices go up, people stay in their houses, we ain't buying it no more. And so they're basically saying, look, necessary action needs to needs to be um needs to be done right now to offset certain costs and one of the main things on their priority uh, list is basically improving energy efficiency because as we all know whenever um, a, a company a business organization or whatever um has extra costs be it from no fault of the consumers um or whatever they pass on these costs to maintain their profits so um and and this is kind of it similar principle that kind of ties into what Liz Truss was talking about well what I reported on yesterday about Liz Truss and um, her removing the cap for bankers all these people want their their um their profits they want to maintain that profit margin year round you know what I'm saying if it's not increased they want to maintain and if certain things are coming into play which is infringing on that mm. they will pass on these extra costs to the public you know what I'm saying and so that's why she was basically saying if we can remove that cap so they can continue to pay themselves that will hopefully reduce some of the stress and the constraint on on other areas, you yeah. know what I'm saying, on the sector. Similar principle here. So hopefully, um, JD Sports are about that life, man, and they can find ways to kind of reduce, um, you know, the, the costs that um, they're incurring so they don't pass it on to everybody else. And the very last thing is kind of similar to that, and this takes us across to Germany. Um, as we said before, I think they're the largest... Um, will, they're basically out of every country in the Euro in Europe. They rely on Russian gas the most, and so um, Germany have taken a, a big step to basically nationalize uh, Uniper. Uniper is basically their energy, um, the biggest energy gas thing firm in yeah. in um, Germany, and so basically this deal will see uh, the German government take over ninety eight point five percent of that firm. It's going to cost them eight and a half billion euros, and um, yeah. Hopefully, I'm assuming um, the reason why they won't do this, like most countries, when you nationalize something or when you had it um, belonging to the government before you sell it off, for example, it allows you to subsidize certain costs for the people. From an economics point of view, long term, it kind of means the people kind of have to pay more. Typically, this is um, what I think anyway. But obviously, there's an argument for it being like, you know what? It's best if it's nationalized because there's more jobs potentially. It's what people believe. And obviously the costs of certain things are not going to be as high. So I think in an effort to kind of regulate the costs that they're spending and so that they can kind of maybe get, um, uh, what do you call it, get the sources from other places 
rather than having to rely on Russia, they can control it themselves. They can hopefully bring down the the cost of energy and everything in the country. Corbyn wanted to do that for broadband, no? I think so, Brent. I think so. I don't know too much about that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, I, I just said it now. Like, I don't necessarily believe nationalizing something is good um, long term. Mm. You know, that's just my economic thought. The other day, I was actually thinking to myself, do I think these things because maybe that's the school of thought that I studied from first? You know what I'm saying? It could be that. But um, yeah, I just feel like if you nationalize things or when something's nationalized, there's obviously less competition and competition drives down prices. You know what I'm saying? So the people may not feel it immediately, but typically that's what occurs. You know what I'm saying? So That's why you want the NHS to be privatised? Um, not necessarily that I want it to be privatised, but I understand if it was to be privatised, potentially you can get a better service and um, it will cost you less, cost the taxpayers less. Because we don't feel it now because it just comes out of our, of our, of our um, wages and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? If you don't go to the doctors as much, why should you pay that much? You know what I'm saying? If you do go and you struggle to get to see the same doctor or you see one shag doctor who's overworked, what's the benefit? You know what I'm saying? So if you just pay for your own private thing, perhaps so it may it be better for be, you. It would just be beneficial to the people with money, right? Not necessarily with money, but for those who can... Who, it's, it's Like, you don't have to be rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's very cheap packages right now. And like I'm saying, if it was um, privatised, there'll be more competition. More people will be able to come into um, yeah, but into the, the whole the industry. Yeah, but people below the poverty line, um, literally right at the poverty line, they're, they're not yeah. going to have any money to basically put to healthcare at all. Yeah, yeah you, you, may, you may be right about that. And, and definitely it's a sad thing. But I think I don't think it would go that drastic from nationalisation all the way straight to privatise. I think there'll probably be some transitions to, to definitely um, cater for those people. It wouldn't be that drastic. It's not even that um, drastic in America. You know what I'm saying? Is and it? I don't think so. It is. I think there's... Um, huh? It is. You sure? Yeah, it is. I think there's certain things it's in place, you know? It's dire in America, bro. Huh? It's dire in America. Yeah, bro. but I think there's certain things in place, you know, to, to cater yeah, for people. you've got clinics. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't provide proper health care. What? Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm saying that I think there's other things as well, you know? I don't I don't think it's it's like, you, you know what I mean, black say, and white. Are you saying this because you've done a little research? No, no, I, I think I've, I've heard this actually. All right, let's let's. But let's, I don't know fully. Let's you know what I mean? Let's, let's do a little and then we can come, come back. back. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But yeah, generally, anyway, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. But yeah, that's the end of the people's journal, man. Yeah, man, the listeners didn't come up with nothing, man. Oh none. I was checking the community. Also, what, what's the World Cup joke? I was checking the community, but there was, there, was, there, was, there was nothing in there. There was nothing there. I checked as well. I was like, people, man, you lot should have, uh, you know, come up with your conspiracies. What's that, right? There's no World Cup joke? No, there is World Cup joke. The wrong oh. scene came out. Oh, the wrong scene. Okay. Yeah, you don't watch it, so you don't watch it. All right. So, World Cup today, right? It's come out, right, that school unit... In fact, let me start this way. Do you feel like um, organizations, people are trying their best to, to, I guess, infringe on the quality of life of the people? Mm. And also, do you feel like, as SM might say, they were not organs? I'll tell you why. Because basically, right, it's come out that school uniforms, right, going to research, may actually pose a health risk to children. School uniforms, yeah? What they're saying is that tests show that Blazers, shirts, ties, notably um, contain notably high levels of 
something called forever chemicals, right? Mm. These uh, PFAs, as they're scientifically known, basically um, they believe can stunt children's growth and actually have been linked to cancer and infertility. This is in the children's uniforms. All right, and what would be the <laughs> motivation behind that? I don't know. All I know is the research says it's there. <laughs> you know is this something? Is this something new, or has it always been in the uniform? Like, was it in our uniforms yeah, as well? Yeah. Like, are these chemicals standard? But this is a side effects of them, or this is like long term effects of this mm. chemical, which is meant to be in the clothes. I think because obviously I don't want to be too conspiracy, or whatever. Yeah, mm. but I think it is kind of like what you said, where yeah. it's a thing where they use it obviously to kind of make the uniforms last longer, yeah, to yeah, do certain yeah. things, and these are the side effects. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a new thing, Mugs. I think it might have been during our time as well. Not too sure. Um, oh, so it's all right then, man. <laughs> but the cancer rates are increasing, though. No, but the thing is, if this is if these chemicals have always been in our clothes, mm. and you know we're fine, you know what I mean, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're an example that you know the side effects don't always work. But the ca- cancer. That's why they're always though. trying to they're always trying to bring up like new things and trying to say that oh, this is very rare. But like everybody that's here now, that's an adult anyway. Yeah, we all lived through it, yeah, and we exactly. was cool. Like, so yeah. I don't understand why they're trying to make a big deal with all this stuff. It's proper like scaremongering tactics and that. But okay, what about those who say um, since our time in school to now, cancer's not gone down; it keeps increasing. So even though we're cool, like yeah. sitting here, yeah. there's been other people our age that passed away. Yeah, but I don't think it's because of school uniforms. I think there's, oh, there's right. so many other things that can cause cancer, in it? Okay. I mean. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's because of school uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> like, to link school uniforms to cancer, to me, sounds wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> and also, is it only school uniforms? Is it other forms of clothing? I think it's basically you know it's I mean? only school uniforms. Because what they're saying is the chemicals are designed to make the surfaces... Um, more what are they trying to blame? The polyester? Is it all the polyester? No, but no, it's actual chemicals in the actual fabric, I guess, yeah. And it's put in there to make the surfaces more stain and water resistant. Yeah, but wouldn't other brands who produce clothing want their clothes to have the same type of protection? Maybe. So why why would the school uniform industry be the only industry that uses these chemicals? Well, maybe the other brands may think, you know, if, if it degrades a bit more, you come back to buy oh, more, okay, okay, more quicker. Okay. You know what I mean? I hear that. So, I don't know. Yeah, this is this is sounding kind of <laughs> jokish. I'm not saying I'm not saying these chemicals don't. I think mm-hmm. is the question: Is it intentional? Because I think that's the premise, right? Is it intentional, or is it just a byproduct of the chemical? Um. Okay. Yeah. We, I guess we can tackle it from both angles. Yeah. So Do you I think would... it's intentional? No. Okay. Definitely no, not intentional. No. Marks. No, I don't think it's intentional. Because to what end? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's 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 the, what's my vision behind it? What? The, the... Okay. Okay. Cool. All right, we'll, we'll tackle this one in one second. Okay, so basically for this one, yeah, definitely joke. Joke, joke for joke. me, yeah. Brent, you think joke? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Producer. <laughs> I'm going to defend you, Brent. Brent was busy um, basically um, responding to somebody who sent in a last-minute um, Walker joke for today, actually. So this is our part two. So basically this is what the president said. There are disorders... There are disorders as a result of melanin deficiency. Some include Parkinson's disease, hearing loss, albinism, melasma. Scientists say the only issue with having too much melanin is hyperpigmentation, which is harmless. So, considering the biological importance of melanin, are black people the superior race? Hmm. In regards to what, though? 
I guess what, survival. As in, as in superior genetics. Yeah. So uh, is that facts that um, Parkinson's is because of lack of melanin then? I don't think it's uh, because of, but I think it uh, probably increases your chances of getting. So people with melanin can get Parkinson's? I think so. Okay. In yeah. regards to your first question, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say work. Okay. Because history does depict that black people are stronger, faster, more athletic, like physically. Mm. And also as much as history you like to erase the fact we are extremely intelligent mm-hmm. um, and, you know, things of that nature as well. So I would say, um, I would say work. So yeah. you're saying that black people are superior to any other race genetically? I would say history has, has forced that narrative on me. Yeah. Are you talking about just sports? I'm talking about sports. I'm talking about intellect as well, brain power. That reflects in, in, in life? I think so. How so? You see, you see stories all the time about, um, you know, young geniuses in Africa, or um, even like inventions, things that we invented that history just erased and, you know, tried to brush underneath the table. You know, light bulb. I saw the light bulb was invented by a black woman. Sorry. So these are examples that you're given yeah. for individuals. I don't, I don't have the facts, bro. This is this, this is not a subject that I have. I'm well versed in. So for you to put me on the spot, like give me the facts, I can't do that for you, bro. I'm just telling you what I think and what I see, and I feel like black people are superior. Mugs. <laughs> Yo. Um, I don't believe there's a superior race. Hmm. Explain your your reasoning, please. Huh? Explain your reasoning. Um, I've just seen where them ideologies have, have, have taken have taken humans and even though that wasn't necessarily black people's doing or whatever it's just the whole concepts of it i'm not really i'm not really fond of i think i think we're all the same there's just differences in within us within different races and different cultures and shit you got smart people strong people whatever it may be like especially when when people talking about oh yeah like where he's like, our oh, history shown us we're stronger, and all you're talking about is like sports and sprinting and things. It's just like them. All them connotations are just, they're just. I don't, I don't really want to subscribe to those. But then you, you have to. When you say superior, then you have to be, you have to be specific. Though. What are you talking about? Like when we say superior, what are we talking? About? Are we talking about physicality? Are we talking about intelligence? Like you know what I mean, what, what is it? I think, I think generally, um, and just in terms of your ability to survive. And thrive in a particular environment because at the end of the day, that's yeah. that's just the meaning of, of life, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're able to produce children, if you're able to to with um, stand certain conditions, yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do we have the superior genetics? Is it? You think that's the question, Brent? Superior genetics or just a superior race? Because because slightly superior could mean so many different things. Do you feel that any race is inferior to black people, the black race? See, now that, that makes the question a bit different. I don't understand. Why, if mind. one is true, the other must be true. No, no, I, I get why you're saying that, but I'm just saying it now sounds a bit different. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's almost like it takes it away from, it kind of moves to what uh, Miles was basically, how Miles was answering 100%. the question. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because he thought through <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like somebody can easily just see it as, do you mean genetically? Because genetically, that's 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 the way I saw it. Exactly. So you think that you are superior to white people genetically? 
Or so white people are inferior to you genetically. I think if we're talking about this, okay, cool. Let's break up into um, categories. Mm-hmm. I think physically, I know Marvel's like, oh, you know, he doesn't care about you know sports and that stuff as well. But that's we can't ignore the we can't ignore it. That's in front of us, isn't it? I think physically, black people seem to be superior to a lot of races in terms of um, physical prowess, speed. Um, strength, stuff like that. Like we do dominate sports. Mm-hmm. So, like, do we dominate sports for? Is it fluke? Is it mm. genetics? Is it? I mean, and is, the, it, and is, it our, is it our makeup? What is it? And also DNA wise, in terms of like um, dominant genes and, and things of that, that, that nature, black people's genes obviously are more dominant in the terms of how they express themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember, white people came from black people. If you believe that type of, you know, that science. White people came from black people. So a white person can't produce a black man, but a black man can produce a white man, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So if they were to come together, the genes, the alleles, how they express themselves is more dominant for a black person. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you're talking about from that angle, then fine. If you're talking about in terms of, um, like, the, a nationalist so This is the thing, like, obviously, like... Them kind of, this is why I don't want to buy into them kind of things, yeah, because you just give black people like sports and entertainment all the time, like that's all that. No, but, that was, get, that was, yeah. no, but that's just one category, though. Okay, yeah, but that's the category that man kept that man, man keep bringing up. You're talking about the dominating industries and that. So, like, do you think white people are smarter than black people or something? I just, I said, I just said that before that I thought that I didn't think that. I mentioned, I mentioned intelligence as well. So, give me some, so when we talk about intelligence, then give me some, some, in some, some, some um, examples of industries that black people are dominating that ain't about fucking running and jumping or singing and shit, then. Dominating. Um, I'm trying to think. And I think, this is what I mean. So this is why I don't want to buy into those kind of things. This is why nah, I can't but, even, nah, but I can't even, even, yeah. even go there. No, 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 hear me out. I think me not being able to just come off the cuff. With industries, that that doesn't that doesn't negate it because I'm just one person, bro. So to say just because Yusuf can't just tell you what it is, it doesn't mean it doesn't <laughs> exist, bro. So you can't do that. You can't just use me as your your thing, innit? So that's that's unfair, first and foremost. And two, there's a lot of reasons why um, you know, black people, you know, there's there's a whole plight. To say just because I can't name them means it's not a thing, it's not, you know what I mean? So I mean um, what aspects of the white race is superior to us, Emmanuel? Well, say, please say again. What I heard you, but I need, I need to say again. What aspects of the white race <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> are superior to us? Uh, are you saying it. that we have everything? I believe we have everything we need. No, no, no. You're talking about resources now. Yes. No, I'm not talking about resources. I'm talking about everything we need to survive. We've been here. We're the first. I, 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 I don't want to be too distracted from the main uh, okay, go If we are superior to them, then they're inferior to us, right? All right, cool. Don't all right, cool. Why are you dodging that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I need you to basically... All right. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Is is this what you believe? Again, it depends on what you're talking about. Like, I I see it as this. Survival, right? Do you have a problem with them saying that they're superior to us? Because they have been... Yeah, because because it's false. Oh, you only... Okay, obviously. You don't like it because it, it's a lie, yes? It's a lie, yeah. But then they use that to, to, to treat us a certain way, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right, cool. So let's just reverse it. Okay. Should we start spouting that and propagating that so that we can... No, I, I, again, I, I, you have to understand, my, my, my idea is I don't consider white people. 
in, in that regard. I, I don't need to use them as a reference point. You know what I'm saying? I believe the black man, woman, and child is the greatest expression of the power of, of, of God. Mm. I don't need white people to exist for me to say, oh, I am that. I don't need it at all. I don't need to bring anyone down. You know what I'm saying? This isn't a tit for tat situation. The black man is who he is. Without him, there's nothing else on this planet. And history tells you that. Every great civilization, especially when you talk about in the past, started with black people, melanated people. Do you, do you feel that holding beliefs um, that sound like this, mm. I believe that black people are superior to white people, is <laughs> deemed racist? I didn't say, I don't think I said that, but okay. No, but the no, but thing is, you're trying to frame it that way. I think that was a question. No, nah, that wasn't the question. It what wasn't, was the question? It wasn't, it wasn't just about our black people superior to white people. What was the question? Emmanuel? Let's read the yeah, question. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you have to unlock it. Basically, um, are black people the superior race? That was the question. Uh, is that... Yeah, uh, but you've narrowed it down to a black and white thing. Shit, what? I don't... I'm confused here. <laughs> race. Are black people the superior race? There's other races. All right. right. Exactly, if I, but you're, 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 you're making it a... A black versus white racism kind of, right. kind of narrative. All right. If I say anything, add any race on the end of it. Yeah. Do you think that's racist? Do I think it's racist to say that we are... Do I think that black people are superior to others? No, I don't think it's racist. Emmanuel? Um, I think it, it depends what it's founded upon. Um, so just the statement itself, I don't think it necessarily means it's racist. If there's something that that particular person can back it with. So just, if we are just talking about sports, we then say, yes, black people tend yeah, to yeah, perform better than yeah, exactly. other races, yes? Yeah. But we can't make a blanket statement like black people are superior to white people. Again, it, you have to be um, very Specific clear on the, one on the context. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So based on what she was saying, yeah. just uh, the, I guess the genetics she's talking mm -hmm. about, yeah. do black people have superior genetics to white people? I think, again, you have to be um, context. And I, I'll tell you why I'm saying that. Because I think it depends on where you are. So, for, for instance, right? If <laughs> if you send me to 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 um, the Arctic yeah. or Antarctic, yeah. I'm not superior over there. Yeah. I'll be gone in like less yeah. than 24 hours. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, again, you send white people to Africa where I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm radiating. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely superior because they will die. But you also, know what I'm saying? They need, they need yeah. SPF and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? How do science, because this is, this is all science, right? How yeah. do scientists deem superior genes? Like, what is the actual formula? Like, what's, mm. the, what's the logic behind it? This, this is why I was saying I think it's down to um, ability to survive. Okay. Yeah. All right, so in the Antarctic, yeah. white people are superior to black people. I believe so, if, I'm not, if I'm not let's mistaken. Change, yeah. Let's change the verbiage then, yes? Yeah. This is what's confusing everything. Because I, I don't believe that one should be using any sort of term um, that suggests that one... Better than ever. 100%. Yeah, yeah because where, if you use... If someone said that someone's inferior to them just because of their race, mm. is that deemed racist? Yes. That's but, the definition of racism. Yeah. But, but so then, then, then the opposite of it... it would be true, the opposite 100%. It, and that's why I said we need to change the verbiage. Okay. And, and yeah, exactly. But this is why, um, I guess, to kind of aid I was talking about context, you know what I'm saying? Because in particular contexts... Right in a particular context, what, to have a particular level of melanin would be better for you. You know what I'm saying? In certain circumstances. Yes, you know what I'm saying because it's just, like Yusuf, it's just science. To 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 say that um, that's not real is a lie. But it doesn't make you superior. 
it means that you then okay if you want to change you the could word survive in that climate all right then fine yes and after a while white people in that particular climate will adapt yes not necessarily you what we are living in the UK. Uh, this is not our land. Yes. Yeah. You're not getting as much sun as it is that we. we how long have you been here, Brent? When I say we, I'm talking about black people. Exactly. Over, how long have we been while. there? For a long time. How long is a long time? Sorry. So are you saying that after a while we I, I can't live in the in the UK as no, black people? But remember, black people, we history will tell you we've been all over the globe. So you know what I'm saying? So what are we saying then? Are you agree no, with me? No, 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 I'm not agreeing with you because white people can't do the same thing. Oh, you're saying they would die in Africa? I'm saying in certain environments, right? They need certain what things. Greece? What about Greece? What about Italy, Greece? where there's sun uh, a lot of times? But this Spain. is why this is why they have um, different levels of melanin over there. You know what I'm saying? Because they, I guess, some of them have adapted. That's to what I just to... said. Yeah, but not all. This is why people die. Because of cancer? Yes, cancer, skin, all them type of things. People die. I don't know if it's on mass, brother. I mean, they have whole <laughs> co- uh, flipping countries with people. And they're just slightly brown. But no, but you, have to, you have to understand how migration works. Like it happens with time. People have to, look. You look at history, right? Um, white people, for, for example, during certain periods, have had to stay in certain um, like caves and certain things in order to survive. And the same in the same way, black people who migrated outside of Africa had to do the same things. Otherwise, they would have died, and many did die because it wasn't favorable for them. So we've had to adapt. Those who couldn't adapt died. Like it's it's not racist to say something that's scientific fact. What what it's history? What, what in particular are you be talking about now? What do you mean? When you say it's not racist to say something that's scientific fact, what are we particularly talking about right now? About your basically your your melanin levels, um, certain features that your body um has in it. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe how your eyes are, um, the size of your nostrils, all these type of things occur. You know what I'm saying? Like change with time, but some people cannot change. You know what I'm saying? Again, look at sickle cell for example. People, we had to adapt and because of it it's killing us you know what I'm saying but in that particular region where the, um, the adaptation occurred it helped them to survive but those um, where they struggled to adapt died you know what I'm saying alright so let's get back down to the point yes yes um, we all agree that there's no superior race yes yeah right everyone's equal yes yeah of course we're all equal we're all human beings alright good so we shouldn't be using words like superior and inferior. But this is what I'm trying to say. Like, the the thing about me is I don't just look at the label or something. I like to know the content of it. So my thing is, what does that person mean by superior? I can't just rubbish it. I need to know what they mean. And so based on what they're saying, talking about diseases and things of this nature, right? I'm trying to understand what they're saying and not just hone in on just the word. You see what I'm saying? It's not fair to the argument. That's how I'm this seeing is, it. This is, this, so, is, this is what I'm saying. We yeah. have to change what we're talking about because if yeah, we just yeah, holistically look at it mm-hmm. we can't basically agree with it because that's yeah. racist yeah because I, I guess somebody else could also write in and say is the white people um a superior race because having um, too much melanin um and being in certain areas have proved that you guys get um sickle cell you know what i'm saying so it could be framed in, in a different way 100 percent. but again i'm just trying to make sense of what the person is actually saying rather than just saying okay yeah, we're not trying to say one superior to the other, the second and the third. Do you know what I'm saying? All right, Kevin Thompson, you're going to the Milf and Honey um, podcast live show. I need you to find somebody in our community, take a selfie, and I need to see that picture. Because <laughs> the type of spiciness you be talking, What's talking, talking. What's huh? Mr. What Kevin, what do you mean, this picture? Huh? You said you need to see this picture. I need to see a picture of him. Oh, why don't you just ask him to send one? He's not going to. Okay, why do you, do you think he's bad? The, the, his views, I fully believe it. He wants to go behind and send one. What's, What's he saying? Keep his identity hidden. Kevin Thompson! No, I thought, I'm not in the chat. 
I'm, I'm not in the, in the Kevin, life. please, 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 please. I would love to know what you look like, right? Because why? Why are you saying because of? Explain why you want to see him. No, it's the it's the him saying that black people are superior. Blah 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 blah. It, it's not. It's no. It's yeah. A whole set of stuff he's been saying. Oh, okay, okay. Things that people are PC when it is that they talk about things that aren't um, homophobic in the way he. But are you saying he has to look a certain way for him to be able to speak? No, like I would this? like to see what he looks like. Just, just because. Just because. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were saying Kevin that. Thompson, please, 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 hit me up. You can't talk spicy unless I feel like you look no, like no, you can talk I, spicy. I need him to, if you're talking spicy, yeah. but I feel exactly. Mark's talks spicy all the time. Yeah. And he puts his face in, in the camera. Yeah. yeah. You understand? Yeah. And he will stand by whatever he wants to, to, to stand by. Yeah, right? yeah. I would like the same with him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, just wanted to say, and, and this is what that Daniel's saying in the chat, and what she's saying is key, right? The argument is too generic. They're vertical, insulin, physiology. That's why I said let's break it down into this categories. Is, this is what I'm saying because just say that one is not. Like, yeah. Sorry, some, repeat some... that. What? Why I said that about Daniel? No, what you just said. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I said um, basically what Daniel said is um, correct in that the argument is too generic. There are verticals, intellect, physiology, etc., etc., etc. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, Yusuf is saying this is why you got to break it down into certain things. But I guess you're hanging on to the word superior. Yeah, as in an overall superior race in all categories. Yeah. Where I think you should break it down into categories. Because some and things, it benefits you to have yeah. this over the other. Give me give me some of these categories. Just now. Well, the two that come to mind is, you know, physicality and right, intelligence. Intellect Those are two. was one. Intellect and physiology. Was. Yeah, physiology, sorry. All right, so physiology we just spoke about with the sports, right? Not, no, only, not only sports, not but um, survival. Yeah, medicine levels, being in certain environments, things of that nature. Cool, cool. Yeah. And um, you think black people are superior to other races, yes? In certain environments. That's like everybody. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, cool. What's the next one? Intellect. Uh, the intellect. Intellect was one of them. Intellect. All right. So which race is more superior than us in intellect? I don't think there's any race that's more superior All right, so we're superior us. to all of them. No, you can be at the same level too. But I'm just saying, I don't think one is more than others. All right, let's move on. To what, another category? Or no, another no, no. topic? Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> Wait, Kevin, Tom <laughs> Kevin Thompson, is your name Kevin Thompson Academy? Please confirm. Thanks. I'm not going to throw you guys, throw your picture up on the thing image, but I just want to know if this is you. Well, you just typed in a random Kevin Thompson no, on he, Instagram. No, he just said he's on Instagram on the same name. So I want to oh, know if it's, okay. it's the one. Thank you very much, Brent Kevin is, Thompson. Brendan's on your bumper, boy. <laughs> All right, cool. He must, he must be talking a lot in, in the chat. Then. What was he saying, though, Brent? No, he, he started early. Okay. And yeah, yeah, people were saying, Kevin, like, I, I don't believe that um, you're the age that you say you are and whatnot. Because of the views that he has. Okay. Yeah. This is not a platform for hate, Kevin. Listen, this is not a platform for hate. Anyway, let's move on. That doesn't sound like any of us on here are hating, though. No, Kevin wants us to start... Oh. Speaking, <laughs> so if it is the, like yeah. we don't have our own opinions here. He wants us to be his mouthpieces, but that's okay. never gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Kevin Samuels is, is dead, and Andrew Tate is banned from YouTube. This guy. All right. All right then. Next headline um, involves two police officers who have been found guilty of sharing inappropriate messages in a WhatsApp group. Um, I believe there's a trigger warning here as well. So, um, a serving Met Police constable and an ex-officer have been found guilty of sharing grossly racist, sexist, and miso misogynistic messages with Sarah Everard's killer. Jonathan Coburn... Sorry, has... what, 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 where are we on? Headlines, yeah? Yep. That was done out here, I just saw. Let me just... Nice one, Brent. 
<laughs> Get up. Yeah, this is all Kevin's like... fault. This is not my fault. There's no accountability over here. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, so Jonathan Coburn, who's 35, and the former PC, Joel Borders, 45, shared WhatsApp messages about women and disabled people with Wayne Cousins, the 49-year-old who murdered Miss Everett last year while serving as a Met officer. Coburn and Borders were members of a WhatsApp group called Bottle and Stoppers, along with Cousins. Um, in comments on April 5th of 2019, Coburn and Borders swapped messages about tasering children, animals, and disabled people. The judge, um, Judge Turnock, said, I can honestly say that I consider it to be sickening to think of a police officer joking about using firearms in this way. On the 25th of April 2019, Borders joked about raping a female colleague using language that the judge said was misogynistic and aggressive in its nature. Coburn from Didcot, Oxfordshire and Borders from Preston, Lancashire will be sentenced on the 2nd of November. Do we know what the guidelines for them sentences is? Uh, no, n- not at the moment. I don't believe. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the only detail. We reported on these up before though, innit? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, mm. I think we did. Yeah. Um, next headline is about sweet shops in Oxford Street. And basically, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so sweet shops in Oxford Street are set to face stricter rules after Westminster City Council revealed plans to tackle those it believes are not paying tax. An investigation into 30 American-themed stores is already underway for alleged business rates invasion evasion of £7.9 million. Westminster claims it is waging a war. Council leader Adam Hogg said, the people selling overpriced and often out-of-date sweets are cheating the UK's taxpayer and very often swindling their customers into the bargain. Concerns that shops are being used as hubs for dirty money come as a report from the Centre for Public Data found that Westminster area found that that Westminster area had seen a 1,200% rise in the number of property owners registered to Russia and 300% rise in owners registered in Jersey since 2010. So measures measures proposed include increasing the fee to register a company at company's house from £12 to £50, introducing more rigorous identity checks and tightening UK procurement laws to restrict the artificial use of tax havens and low-tax jurisdictions. Yeah, I, I don't see if you how... watch them shots. If you watch them shots for like, just watch them shots for a day, and you know they're not breaking even. Yeah, at all. Do you know how much? Do you know how much rent is? <laughs> there's, there's there's one opposite Selfridges. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much rent there is? Hold on one second. Yeah, it don't make no sense. Okay. Um. Yeah, those those shops are are blatantly some type of money laundering mm-hmm. front or something. They ain't making no money at all. And if you're increasing the, the like the fee to register a company at company's house here yeah, from twelve pounds to fifty pounds, yeah. how does that? Do anything. That don't deter no one. It's just I like, all right. It's annoying for people. If you the first time, I would have to pay it. Yeah. You know? Ridiculous. Yeah, that's the end of our headlines for today, man. On to Dana. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you have a problem with me being rattled? By, by Kevin, yeah. I have no by problem Kevin, with me yeah. being rattled. Every time it is, I get rattled. I basically want whatever it is is in my head out, so I, I open my mouth and say it. I have no problem with that. Brenda, Brenda show me a picture of Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, you're a handsome guy. A very handsome guy. But your, your feed, it's like Emmanuel's feed before I told him to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get where you're coming from, 100%. Before I told, also, oh, he's the reason why you, you post a lot more now. 
When? Yeah. No, no, I wanted to. I said yeah. before I told you. <laughs> no, no, no. The type of stuff he used to post. Oh, what type of stuff. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. What it was definitely. Bad. What type of stuff did you post? Oh, like a lot of like black black stuff. <laughs> it's the type of black stuff. Allegedly. Anyway, you, no one would ever know. <laughs> All right. Especially as my especially as my burner's active. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, well, look, on today's done out here, yeah, it's a short and sweet. And I don't even know if they're done out here. Actually, you know what? I want to stand in solidarity with my young sister. Yeah, man. I think Harvey Nichols should be done out here. Because there's a story going around about a young lady. She's 21. Her name's Abigail Cameron. And they're, like, accusing her of attacking a woman like throwing an umbrella in her face and breaking her finger and calling her a miserable bitch, yeah? And I'm reading this story, yeah? And there's just no context here. There's no backlog. But there's a picture of the, of the young lady in the paper. There's no picture of, this, of said victim. You get me? And, and there's just no information. I think they just wanted a chance to just put a little young black girl on blast. And I'm not really respecting it. I don't like it. They haven't given me enough hair. I don't even know why she's in the dock because she ain't done anything. She could have been getting attacked. She could have been, she could have not felt safe. Like anything could have happened. She could, that could have been self-defense. I don't like this story at all. I don't mm. like it. I need more information, you man. Mm. Yeah, um, basically, yeah. I think it's unfair that they got this girl, this little girl's picture in, in the paper. Mm. Yeah. No victim, no real explanation to what's going on, no content to the situation, and just accusing her of attacking someone and trying to make her out to be some monster. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This ain't sitting right with me. So whoever's just who's who's done that here? Then is it Harvey Nichols? It might be Harvey Nichols the, or Daily Mail. You know, it, boy, both of them yeah, can both. get it, man. Because this is this is bullshit, man. I want to know. I want to know what's going on, man. Mm. I want to know what's going on. Talking about giving that address where she lives in Hackney. Talking about the property fetch more than a million pounds. Stay out of her house, club business, man. Mm. You don't know what she. I don't even know what these are doing. And she's young as well, twenty one. Nah, man, I don't like this story. Still. Harvey Nichols, Daily Mail, he's like, I've done it, man. We've got to protect our young sisters out here, man. Thanks. But if I find out you've done anything wrong, I'm going to flog you. <laughs> 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 that's, that's all I've got to say. Mm. That's all I've got to say on this one. I told you it was short and sweet. You need to update my doc, please. Actually, tomorrow's a Friday, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be all right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, man. Let's get into the hat troll. Right, so thank you, people, for tuning in. Um, obviously, as Esther would say, we had some great hosts today, great topics on that. You people let us down with the walk or joke though. You lot should have written. Um, actually, yeah, big up the person who sent in that um last topic, um, for us to discuss. Um, like I said, thank you for everyone tuning in. Uh, make sure you like, comment, share the video. The video stays up now, as you lot know. Um, there's bare more people in the chat than there are liking. I don't understand why, but that's okay. Right? You don't need to please. It's yeah, not just, okay, man. Yeah, exactly. Do better, man. Just <laughs> like the video. If you can hear us talking now, just like the video. It's like not going to take two seconds. Just like the video, man. Yes, exactly. And also, if you want to interact, send the voice notes, text messages, call in, all of that good stuff, 07564-841-073. I'm going to say it one more time. 07564-841-073. Brent puts it up um, during the video during the live um, all the time as well. Um, also, be a part of the community. 
if you um, type in community.thenewblack.com, backspell with the X in the middle, you see everything to do with TMB. You can go on the website as well, www.thenewblack.com as well, everything to do with TMB, um, our ethos, our ethics, tenants, everything that we stand for. You get a full picture of what we, you know, want to represent and give to the people, right? But in terms of the, um, TDA, the day after, join the community, community.thenewblack.com. Um, and All right, yes. we're extending a personal invitation to Kevin Thompson to come on the platform. I need his views out there. Okay. This is the, the platform for it. I think we'll have some good debates. Um, I think you'd put your name and your face to these particular takes of yours. Uh, Mags, are you right with him coming on, on board? Yeah, man, come up next week, man. Let's see where I'm going. No behavior as well. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, Emmanuel, is that cool? That. Yeah. Democracy, fine, obviously. Yeah, 100%. You can come on. <laughs> right yeah. Kevin You have to come true Come true I'm going to sort it out You're not even following us On Instagram This is disgraceful Yeah that's a problem Can man. you follow us On Instagram please I need to organise this um, This sit down with you Alright Thank you very much Marks Thank you um, I'm not thanking Emmanuel <laughs> Don't have to <laughs> Thank you very much Yusuf Ben is I, racist I, <laughs> I Thank you Esther We love you Shout, shout to the blacks mm. <laughs>